Hello. Hey, hey everyone. <laughs> How are you? Great. You did put a lot of pressure on me. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> But I know you have the answer to all the questions. Um, I was asking you actually so many questions, and every time she had a little smile, like I, I can tell, like everybody asks you those questions every time, and and you know what to answer, and that's that's very inspiring. So Thank yeah, you. maybe I'll let you explain uh, what reform is because you will explain it way better than me. And yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, I'm Geraldine. I'm I'm the founder of Reformed. Um, so Reform aims to help uh, initially dairy farms transition into sanctuaries um, and create a new business model by becoming uh, plant-based milk producers. Uh, so we help them in all this process, and we we are we try to create a solution that fits for any type of farms, and that is um, quite quick and uh, secure for the farmers because that was the biggest problem. Um, so yeah, I started working on that about one year and a half now, um, and so the first year was basically um, doing research, talking with a lot of farmers, ex-farmers. Um, people in these industries are, are working with farmers, uh, organizations, and, and all these things to really even think if it makes even sense to have such um, such program um, to see if it could work out. And yeah, I've got a lot of great feedback. And so with the help of everyone, I started uh, creating a solution um, and, and working on it more uh, actively. And, um, and since... Uh, Two months now, I really grew the team. So we are now uh, nine people working on it um, wow. and really getting more active and about to hopefully next month transition our first three farms. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting and really challenging. <laughs> That's beautiful. So just before we start to talk uh, more deeply about Refarm and about all this strategy that is uh, amazing, that's gonna change the world. <laughs> I truly believe that. Uh, what? What is your vegan journey? How you came to realize that you want to be vegan and then you want to do more and then you actually want to help farmers because that's what it's about. People always yeah. think that we are only vegan for the animal. No, we have compassion for those farmers as well. We understand they have no choice and this is why you come with actually a, a possibility to offer to them. Yeah, exactly. So uh, myself, um, I'm vegan uh, for uh, almost 10 years now. Um, I did it uh, at the same time with my husband, so it was easier because um, we did it together. And at this, uh, we are from France, so we were living in France at, the, at this time, so it was a bit hard 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I started to, to want, wanting to, because I'm, I'm originally, I'm from the hotel industry. Um, so I studied management and uh, um, yeah, in the hospitality industry. So I worked in a lot of restaurants and, and hotels, but as you can imagine, not vegan restaurants or not vegan hot hotels. So when I, I transitioned, it was harder and harder for me to work in, in such um, places, especially the last place where I worked was a grill house, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really hard. So I really wanted to find a way to make a living without um, without continuing continuing in this um, industry um, so I, I got out of it um, I started um, a few different uh, businesses like a vegan online shop in France then an event planning uh, solution um, and a few years ago we I also tried to with some other people we tried to create a vegan village in Portugal so there were different little projects like this that we tried um, mm. but but inside of me I always wanted to create a sanctuary Um, to have my own sanctuary, um, but I was never really happy about the um, the way sanctuaries um, 
work right now in the sense that they are not self-sustainable, that they rely on donation. I personally know uh, sanctuaries and friends of me who have sanctuaries who struggle a lot. Uh, some had to close down, um, and so it's it's really hard, and it it also requires a lot of resources. You need to find land, you need to find volunteers to help. Um, mm. It's also quite of a risky, um, yeah, risky thing for the animals because when you have to close down, it's, it, you you end up with all these animals that you have to find a home for. Um, so I, I was also never happy about the fact that if if I create a sanctuary, I would be limited in the amount of animals I could save. So I was never. That's why I never got to the point of creating one all this time. Um, mm. And so I tried to think about um, a new model of sanctuaries uh, that could be self-sustainable and that we could scale up, uh, basically, so that we could replicate that anywhere in the world and in easily and quickly. Um, and that's how it just got to my to my to my realization that um, well, farms could be the perfect sanctuaries because they already have the land, they already have the animals. Um, they have the people caring for the animals uh, who know how to care for them. Obviously, I'm not talking about factory farms. I'm talking about um, small to medium-sized farms. Um, mm. So I was, uh, yeah, I was just thinking it would be perfect if we can transition them because first of all, uh, we fixed the problem um, at the how you say at the base and not at the base, but um, in the sense that we we stop the production when we transform one farm, we stop the production mm. of new animals for for the coming years. So we 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 fix the problem uh, at the source and and we don't allocate more resources. We don't use more of the land that already animal farming is using so much. So we don't need to, you know, because if we continue using more and more lands to save all these animals, we're just, um, yeah, adding more up to, to this all these resources. And um, so that, that's that's why I thought it would be perfect. Uh, but obviously I needed a way, a solution for these farmers to, to make it happen and to be able to, to continue to sustain themselves and their farm mm -hmm. and the animals without exploiting them. Um, that's why I started thinking about the plant-based milk um, solution to, uh, so that they can still keep their farm, um, keep the keep the, their, their, their animals and still produce something, you know, uh, produce some food, produ produce something for the people because that's something that uh, farmers are really proud of and and like is that they they really have this history of providing food for the for the people um and making a, a quality product um and a fresh product um so i really wanted to keep that in mind um and to make something that farmers would like to do as well and enjoy doing and um keep a part of their identity basically with that um so that's how yeah it all it all got to this uh, to this solution so yeah, I have thousands of questions coming out. <laughs> <laughs> like how how this is possible? Do, do they gonna have to to grow uh, uh, like other type of uh, product to create milk, or how how this gonna happen? How they can create other type of milk? Um, no, so because we want um, it to work for any type of farms. We, there, there are lots of farms that could not start growing because they don't have um, the, the land for it or those who have the land for it, uh, but they we want them to keep the animals because we want them to become a sanctuary. So they could not use the land where the animals are, you know, to start planting. And even if they, they, they could use some part, you cannot just use a land that was used for animals for human food production. It takes... At least it takes some years, you know, before you are ready for that. Then you need to plant. Then you need to harvest. It costs a lot of um, machines, equipment, and 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 learning as well to do that. So that's actually the solution that some farmers are going through right now. Uh, the, the solution they have basically is, is when I want to get out of animal exploitation is either to just 
quit their farm and give it all up and do something totally different. But as you can imagine, uh, it's really scary and it's giving up all your family heritage. And um, when you're already in your mid, mid ages or late ages, it's hard to find a new job like this. Um, and the other solution that some go through is to start, um, well, planting crops. But this, this is uh, also a really difficult and long solution. You need to be sure you have customers on the other side. You need to plant, you need to harvest. And, and again, it's, it's a lot of investment. So I wanted to have something else uh, where basically finding a, a solution where the farmer will not hesitate um, because there's no risk for him. He also have, we also work with a three months trial period so he can just taste, taste it uh, for two months. And if he's not happy, he can go back to what he was doing. Obviously that's not what we want, but uh, mm -hmm. we want to give them this sense of security. Um, and so that they don't feel locked in something, you know, like they engage for now something they don't know about or they're scared about uh, because it's it's not already not easy for them, you know, to transition. Um, so we really want to make it as simple as possible for them. So to answer your question, um, <laughs> they're not uh, planting the crops. Uh, we, we are um, finding producers local producers, because what Indian mentioned is that they're going to do plant-based milk. So every farm we're working with is going to be making different products according to where they are located. It's already only going to be done with local ingredients made by the farmers on the farm and sold to only local customers. So that's, that's the beauty of it is that each farm will have his uniqueness, his own products, um, his own, yeah, every product will be different. Uh, the quality will be different. It's not going to be a unified brand, you know, where every mm. farm is going to sell the same thing around the world. That's not what we want. Um, so here we are uh, finding producers for the ingredients we need. For example, some of the farms we are starting with um, are going to be making oat milk. So we find uh, organic oat producers, local, that, that will deliver um, these oats to the farmers, and then the, the farmers can process um, the oats into um, plant-based milk on the farm. Um, obviously, some farms have the ability to produce uh, the ingredients they want to, so they can, on top of that, start producing that, but it's the solution for them to um, to get an income immediately and to be able to transition immediately, to not have to wait several years, you know, right. and to be sure that there are customers and they are not just producing oats and selling oats, they're transforming the oats and making a product and selling a product. Um, so th that's the difference. So, um, yeah, we're not asking them to plant the crops, but if they want to, or later on, if they want to do it, they can. And some of them, for example, um, will do it and already do it and can then even sell those crops to other farms nearby, other farms we are helping uh, to get a, um, more revenue from that. And we are starting with plant-based milk, um, but there's going to be a lot of other types of products. So each farm can decide what uh, kind of milk they, they are going to be doing. Basically, we start with one milk, but then they can start doing other types of milk, but then also plant-based cheese and plant-based yeah. butter, cream, yogurt, all that stuff. And each farm will um, will have will can well be be able to choose uh, what they want to do and how much they want to do. Some will just do one milk um, and be happy with that because they have other types of activities uh, they're doing, uh, like events or, or or tour visits or anything. Um, and others will really go 100% on it and have uh, fun with it and, and start doing cheeses and other kind of stuff. So, um, mm. yeah, that's a bit the, the idea. Yeah, and there's also a question that I ask you, and when you explain to me, everything starts to make sense. It's how they're going to make money because, you know, to, 
like with with one cow, uh, they impregnate them so they can make so much uh, so much milk, and then they have a lot of milk to sell. But if they do a uh, almond or, or oat milk or whatever, they won't have uh, enough. Uh, they won't make as many mi milk that they that they are doing now. So uh, how they can make as much money that they are doing now? Yeah, exactly. So dairy farms are producing huge quantities of milk, like hundred thousands of liters. Like for one, I don't remember the numbers for one cow. cow it's, it's huge the amount of milk they produce because they are also obviously um, bred in that sense. You know, I mean, um, tra not transform. I don't know the word again. But like over the years, they have made them more productive exactly um that's why also they last not as long like after four five six years um they start to produce less and because they are just also their whole body doesn't um can cannot carry much longer uh but so yeah basically they produce a lot more but the big difference is that um dairy farms are not selling the milk to customers directly they are going through a lot of different middlemen so they have basically a what they call a processor that comes and collect the milk then the processor sends to another company who makes milk or cheese or anything the the, the farmers don't even know where the milk ends up um, and they don't do not decide on the price so when they come to collect the milk they and it changes every month so basically they have a surprise every month so uh, to mm -hmm. what the price would be um, and if you look a bit at the numbers, uh, last year's, especially the last year's, they there were lots of months where they're selling under the price of production. So they're, they're, they're selling, uh, the, yeah, less than what they have, the cost they have to produce. So they're not making any um, profit from that. Um, so yeah, they're producing more, but they're earning like a very, very little quantity of the money that these big companies make then in the end when they're selling the milk or the cheese, because it goes through so many different um, yeah steps. So here, the difference is that we are connecting the farmer directly to the customer. There is no middleman. We are not selling in shops even. We are, it's going to be subscription based. So customers subscribe to get fresh milk every week um, directly from the farm. And therefore, um, the money goes directly to the uh, to the farmer, and there is there is no uh, other party that that they need to pay. Um, mm. So they will produce much less, uh, but they will earn much more. Uh, so from our um, all our calculation, it is totally doable. Um, and uh, we are now still in the experimental phase. Obviously, we are launching our three farms next month, and that's where we're really gonna be testing out the model and see if it really works out but mm. in theory in theory it all works <laughs> yeah and you told me at the end they they make like uh when you take a bottle of milk they make maybe five percent uh of the money of this bottle of uh of uh, milk and when they when they will sell their own milk they will make like 85 90 percent of it so when they exactly. sell one bottle it's like if they sell 20 of the old ones so exactly, exactly. Better, yeah. I, I, it's not even five percent currently in the there it's, it's really I, less it's, it's like tw uh, 0. Uh, 0.25 wow. cents per liter they're selling um and usually they they have the same as production costs so sometimes they can sell to a 0. 0.30 so they have zero 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 five profit for each liter but that's it um uh, so it, it's crazy that's why they're struggling so much um and so we hear a lot you know um support your farmer you know go buy milk go buy cheese support your farm. but when you're doing that you're not supporting them you're supporting the big companies that sell it because the farmer in the end doesn't get more money so if you really yeah. want to support farmers help them get out of it 
and have another model, you know, to earn money uh, right. because they are not making money. They're just struggling. The, 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 the ones that are making money are the, are the big, are the big companies. And even them, they are struggling, but um, so that's not the way, in my opinion, to help those farmers. They are struggling a lot. Even the big ones, um, uh, they're just producing, producing, producing and, and, and yeah, not earning anything. Are you bringing back milk deliveries like in glass bottles? Someone asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's going to be, as I mentioned, local ingredients uh, sold locally to local customers in glass bottles that we return and reuse that the farmer um, sterilizes and reuse. Um, yeah. And and for the uh, delivery service, we are trying to find um, eco delivery services. So who work with um well electric uh, cars electro cars or natural gas cars so depending on the country we are working in the farm with the farmer we are working with sometimes it's a bit more difficult because there are not so many much options but when there is option we're going to go with um and if not we're going to go with regular deliveries until we have better options uh, that's also something we hope that will be when we are going to be uh, growing, that there is going to be a lot of, you know, an, a whole network around reform that's going to be created, like, you know, mm. um, delivery services specifically for that and, and producers that will produce only for us. Um, so we will be able to provide a better, um, yeah, a better service, a better experiment, a better product um, to the customer and for the farmer as well. And therefore reduce prices also, because that's something we want to, is to, to not be, uh, uh, yeah, to, to make something that can compete um, with other not plant-based products, so that we really change the habits of the people when they when they when they consume these products, because they will know where it is made, uh, and also that it supports farmers, that is local, um, that is also better for your health, um, and therefore. Obviously, in the beginning, it's not going to be so easy for us to reduce prices because these farms need to maintain. Uh, sanctuary, so they need to, to. They have lots of costs because of the sanctuary, um, and we are still ob obviously figuring everything out. But that's definitely a long-term vision: is to reduce um, the cost and and therefore the prices. And we have different tactics we're going to work with um, and learn from to to make that and to optimize the cost from the farm. Nice. And uh, actually, as a customer, if I want right now, I can already subscribe, and uh, and whenever they will have. Uh, uh, farm that do the transition next to where I live, you will contact me, right? That's how it works. Um, so you cannot subscribe right now. You can just uh, fill a form. Yes. Basically, it's, it's a form on the website where you give, where you answer some questions like what, how many liters you would want per week, what kind of delivery you would want, home delivery, pickup location, and stuff like that. Um, and you give your email address and you say in which city you live. So that this uh, this helps us understand where the people are um, and so where customers are because obviously if we don't have the customers on the other side all this um, project will not work uh, we could not help farmers if we don't have customers buying um, and mm. so you can subscribe to the to, you cannot subscribe you can fill this form so you will be like informed also when a farm is available um, but for example, for these three farms we are working with, we are hopefully in the end of the month, we are going to open up the pre-orders. Um, so there you will be able to subscribe. Um, nice. And then there will be a, a small waiting period from uh, maybe four or five weeks before you actually receive your first order. And then you will receive an order every week. And basically you pay monthly or you can also pay yearly if you want uh, to reduce the cost. Nice. Uh, so that's about, but for now, yeah, you cannot subscribe yet. Yeah, and when you subscribe to this and when you 
pay this, you're actually helping a sanctuary. So that's all the beauty of that. And uh, <laughs> like someone is asking, can we make uh, ice cream out of oat milk? Yes, you can. You can do so many <laughs> things. I just yeah. discovered we, we did uh, out of uh, soy milk, but I, I guess you can do it with any type of milk. Cause, oh, just soy milk? Oh, okay. Just soy milk. <laughs> but we can do a mayonnaise with soy milk. You just put soy milk, oil, you mix all this yeah. and, you, and you give mayonnaise. So yeah, there's all, always many different uh, recipes that you can do. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know if uh, if you have a little more time. Yeah, sure. Okay, because I wanted to talk about actually uh, the story that happened to my brother with you, how you get in contact, uh, because it's actually like a, a real proof of, of what is happening. And uh, so my brother is doing a lot of... Um, uh, vigil, so which means that he go in front of slaughterhouse to film to show what's happening, how the uh, animals came over there, and uh, to talk as well with the farmer to bear witness to sometimes uh, give some water uh, if uh, there's pigs or cows, and he talked to these farmers who explain uh, who explain him that they don't want to kill these animals. Uh, they love their animals, but they have no other option uh, because if not, they won't have any any money to eat. And that's why actually uh, this industry is one where you have the higher rate of uh, uh, suicide, uh, suicidal, suicide, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and, um, and so, yeah, and so he start talking to them and they start to have a powerful conversation and that's how they introduce them to you because they want to make this transition, but they think it's impossible. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to talk about this story, because I think it's yeah, a beautiful- Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's an amazing story. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like you said, they, they approached um, these farmers uh, during a, a vigil in the front of, of a slaughterhouse. And um, yeah, they can really feel that they were not really happy about their, what they were doing. But yeah, like you said, they need to pay the bill in the end of the month. So um, actually it was interesting because I even invite, invited them over to the farm, so they went there and spent a weekend there meeting them. I think I think the first idea for the farmers was were to say, "Come to our place, you will see that you know the animals live good." You know, it was more on this side. But then mm -hmm. they had so many discussions. They showed them some documentaries like Seventy-Three Cows from Jay Wild, um, and it really touched them. Um, and so they were just saying, "Yeah, that would be amazing. I would love to, you know to keep the, the animals and all that." But how can we do that? Um, and it's funny because they they have actually a small sanctuary. They have uh, some cows um, and I think sheep as well that they do not send to slaughter because they fell in love with them and they keep them. So they, they have like a part of sanctuary and a part, you know, so it, it shows, you know, that um, they have this relationship to the animals and, and they, they, yeah, they, they, they love that. Um, so yeah, I was contacted by Ari, your brother and... Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, my brother actually uh, rescued two uh, sheep from their uh, yeah. uh, from their uh, truck uh, farm, and uh, they they were more than like they were so happy actually to to uh, uh, give him uh, the sheep instead of giving them to the slower house. And uh, yeah, I think they did a video on all of this. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if they release it yeah, yet no. or if I should talk about it or not, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the, uh, it, actually the, there was the, the vegan couple there and they made a video about that uh, and they shared it on, uh, on exactly. YouTube and stuff. It's, it's just beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, okay. I want yeah, to make yeah. sure they shared it already. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jackie and Shu, the, the two mm -hmm. chiefs. 
Um, but this was amazing. Exactly. Also, yet to see that they were ready to to hand them over to to ships, you know, to have a good life. That was just amazing. So, um, yeah, they they tried for a while to find different solutions, um, maybe to raise funds and things like that. But um, yeah, it's not an easy process. It's also a slow process when you do something like that. And even if they you can raise funds, you know, to transition them into a sanctuary. You still need money then afterwards, you know, to continue uh, caring for the animals and not just the animals, the, the farmers need an income. Um, so that's how they, mm -hmm. yeah, they contacted me and we started uh, working together. Um, we, we, we were in, in a lot of connection with this farmer. They're really interested, but they're still a bit in the, in the, it all sounds amazing, but we don't believe it. How can it work, you know? And um, it was also funny because uh, one time we were on a call, uh, after you know we had a talk they we had another talk and she was like the, the farmer she was like saying oh you know i went to the supermarket last time and i just said okay let's let's see what plant-based milk there is uh, she told me i was never in a plant-based milk aisle and she said there are so mm -hmm. many options it's crazy um, and then she tried some and she she loved it and then she made some research and said yeah it's it's going to be huge plant-based milk in the next years you know it was so funny to see her um you know be getting interested in that because she have she had no idea and sometimes we forget that because for us it's obvious uh but for others they they, they just don't know about it they don't even know it exists right. in some cases especially farmers you know who are in their like in their world basically uh, so it was really funny to see her involved evolve in this way um and so we are really really much in contact still obviously um we are first uh, working with our three farms because they are more advanced on the process and they also want to see them basically um, succeed to get more confidence right. we have we have um, uh, we have a support group uh, where farmers can chat together about so the ones that are already transitioned and the one interested so they can like ask questions between them and and get more confidence you know and and so yeah we're, we're really much in this process with them and hopefully we can work with them very soon, um, but it, it's yeah really definitely very very interested. They don't want to to do that anymore. They are telling us that all the time to us, um, and uh, so yeah, I hope it's gonna be evolving very very soon. But it's it's an amazing story. So I have a question from your uh, experience. If let's say I I met someone who is a farmer and he tell me how difficult it is, that of course he would love to not have to kill them, but he have no option. What would be the best approach that I can have to introduce him to you? Because most of them must feel like, oh, those vegan, they want to, yeah. you know, like what would be the best yeah. way to? Um, I think for them, it's interesting to talk about business. Uh, because even if for them the move is ethical, because for most of them, the move is ethical, they still need, they're still businessmen, they still need to to secure the business. So. Um, by telling them that there is a business that helps them create a new business model and that really makes it uh, basically uh, risk-free because what I didn't mention is that we we provide them the equipment for free to make the plant-based milk. We provide them the training, everything. We make the contact with the providers. Uh, we make all the contracts with the delivery system. Um, we find the customers, the customers subscribe to our platform. Uh, so we really take care of all these environments um, and basically they, ca they can start from day one because we have this trial period where they, we just ask them to suspend their activity for those three months um, and we provide them then with the, the well, the subscription. And after the three months, um, only if they want to continue, then we go on a long-term contract. So, but, but basically they can just try during three months. There is no 
risk involved for them. And if they're not happy about that, they just send us back the equipment and, and that's it. There's not too much of a risk for them and, and, uh, and change, you know, for them. So that's also something very interesting to tell them that, um, it's, a, they can just try it out. Basically, they can just try it mm -hmm. out. Obviously, once we will have success stories, you know, of a farmer's right. transition, then it's much more easier to, to, to talk to farmers because currently our strategy is not to go out and, and, and look for farmers. That's not what we do. We get contacted by farmers or from by organization that work with, with farmers like, um, Ari, uh, with the save movement. Um, and so because it's totally different because in this case, the farmers are already in another um, state of mind, if you can say. They already are thinking about, uh, you know, changing. So you don't have to convince them about that. You just have to convince them it can work. And so that's where we we come in and, and do that. But if you go to a farmer who is happy about what he's doing, who earns enough money or is just happy about what he's doing, you cannot just go there and, and tell him, I have a way for you to change. That doesn't right. work. Uh, it's counterproductive. And there are so many farmers that want to get out that we want to focus on them. Uh, and later on, when we have more and more, then um, those farmers can hear about that and then see, oh, it, it's working, you know, uh, for other farmers. So that's, that's for us, it's the priority right now is to launch at least one farm uh, to be able to show that the model works and to get other farmers who are like hesitating, like the one in France, um, mm, to see it, it works. It works <laughs> out, exactly. Um, so yeah, for now, again, we're not uh, trying to, to, to contact farmers ourselves. Uh, ourselves so yeah in my opinion the best thing is is first to 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 make it work with these farms to be able then to reach out to other mm -hmm. farmers okay i just want to share really quick your website so you can let okay. us know where we can uh, register if we want to help um as a customer you know let's say i want to register and put all my information so it's all the way down right no you can just click there just oh. go yeah here no just a bit down <laughs> next to the cow next to the cow there's a, a bit down a bit down I'm yeah interested. i'm interested yeah it sends you to the form uh that you just uh, fill it's a quick form a few 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 seconds filling oh, yeah, um cool. yeah and we have a page also for the farmers where there's as well a form where the farmers can contact us from where we give more uh details about how it works from the uh farmer side uh of you and uh, yeah we also nice. have an Instagram page. We have not been very active until now because, yeah, basically I was doing that myself until now. Um, but now we have a team that's going to be working more on that. So because we we are already working with, um, well, three farms, as mentioned, that are ready, but we are already, we have more in the pipeline. We have almost 10 farms we are working with actively. Wow. And so we have a lot of already, a lot of content uh, of cute animals to show and things like that so we'll be sharing a bit more this is the farm in france we, are we were talking about before so this is mm -hmm. the kind of videos that the farmers sent to me um because they're proud of their animals and it just shows mm -hmm. you know the love they have for them so we're really happy about that and we're going to be yeah as i mentioned being a bit more active uh on social media soon to be able to present very soon this these new farmers we're going to be converting soon and we start we're starting uh with a farm in the uk and two in switzerland uh, but we're going to be we want to be global so we have other farms we're working with already um in spain um in france uh, in us um, yeah. thank you so much i feel like this can explode from one day to another and go super <laughs> viral. I, I truly believe this is the future and, and I support a hundred percent if I can do anything to help. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's a, a genius idea. 
So thank, thank you, you so much. much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> if there's anything we can do, if you want, uh, I don't know if you have any advice or anything we can do to to yeah, for now, really the, for, for now, really, the help we can get is just to, to, to spread the word about the project, to share to share it um, on social media so we get more and more people know about it because when people know about it, it brings us opportunities. It brings us people that know farmers, for example, that are looking for transition or people that uh, contact us because they, they, are, they, um, they have an expertise in some kind of, of uh, a field where we need and so they can help us. And obviously it also helps us grow our um, our network, basically, if you want. So because mm -hmm. when we will be start launching the pre-orders, we obviously need a customer on the other side to subscribe to this pre-order so that we can show it works. And, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because what I didn't mention as well is that for each farm that contacts us before we transition them, we do, we firstly do a market research for each farm because each farm is going to be in another uh, location. So we need to know depending on their location, if it's uh, interesting for them, it, if it could work out. So we do a market research and then uh, we we do these pre-orders. And only if the pre-orders are conclusive, if we see that it works, you know, and people uh, make the products, then we only like really set them up uh, with the for the milk production. Perfect. Thank you so much. And also something Thanks we didn't uh, really say, but because I, I think it was obvious, when they make the transition, they keep the animals they have. They won't send them to the slow house. That's actually mm -hmm. the goal. They keep them and you create a sanctuary over there that uh, exactly. hopefully we can visit. And yeah. <laughs> Exactly. They're going to visit and we're going to talk about that. And for some farm, it's not as easy and each farm is a bit different, but some farmer have, um, cannot keep old animals, for example, uh, to, for them to have a good life, I mean. Um, so we, we are, in some cases, we need to find homes for a few of them. Uh, mm. So it really depends on each farm. And sometimes so the, the transition to a fully sanctuary is a bit longer because sometimes they have contracts going on um, that they cannot just stop like that. Um, but yeah, we are trying to help them with all the process. And as I mentioned, we are working more with small to medium uh, scale farms uh, mm. as a solution. It would not work right now with bigger scale one because obviously we cannot um, have the animals. If they have thousand animals, they cannot just keep them there in these conditions. Uh, so mm. it only works for farms that have good conditions. And we are also working with um, vegan vets um, and and other people that can really help those farmers uh, transform into a sanctuary because they know how to care for animals, but they don't know how to care for a sanctuary for animals in a sanctuary because they never have a cow that grow old that grows old, you know, or or. Uh, in the industry, when a cow gets, you know, breaks legs or something, they just send them to slaughter because it costs too much right. to help her. So here, obviously, that's not going to happen, and so it's going to create a new, uh, fully new world around that because we'll need to have people um, finding solution for all that. And uh, and yeah, so we are trying to help them um, make the yeah the place the best for the animals. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I that's suppose cool. people, it will be more easy to connect with the farmer and maybe help them if there's any anything like that happen with an animal maybe people can donate and help or but you will be able to help actually directly to the farm and uh, yeah it's it's beautiful thank you so much again yeah. for everything you thank do you. and i and think for the, the everything one... you work with you because you say you are like nine thank you. on this so yeah, yeah. Now we are nine working and it's really a great team, an amazing team. Uh, and I'm so happy about that because it, we progress so much. And uh, so hopefully next month there will be transition. So stay tuned. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. And uh, yeah, thank you Perfect. so much for thank having so me much. on here. Oh, of course. And uh, yeah, and everybody, if they have any question, refound 
uh, on Instagram, the website, they can contact you directly, right? Yeah, exactly. Facebook we have as well. We have the, the emails there. Um, yeah, you can send me a message through Facebook or on the website or per email. Or, or we use WhatsApp as well. So. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Every <laughs> everyone.